Welcome to Get Wisdom with your hosts, Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Imagine if God was a co-host. What if the historically rare ability to converse with God and get profound answers to questions has been rediscovered? What would God say to today's troubled world? Get Wisdom will share those answers. Now, here is Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Get Wisdom. I'm Brian Kelly, along with Get Wisdom Direct founder and director, Carl Mollison. This week, Creator teaches us about psychic mediums. And I'm going to go on a limb here, Carl, and say we're also bringing to the uh, listening audience this week proof of life after death. Now, that's a bold statement, but we have reason for saying that. Well, we we talk about our work uh, largely, but it's always in reference to other things happening or that have happened. And when something is going on that supports our thesis and helps enlighten people in a parallel fashion, it's good to note that as we have time to do so, because it's important that truth comes forward. And there's so many people who have their head in the sand, and there's also an active suppression of truth and a promotion of alternative theories about the universe and its workings and all of it. So the whole idea of fake news happens at all levels and all kinds of settings and institutions of all kinds. And science is not sacrosanct. There are many scientists who are short-sighted and, and also manipulated, sadly. So so we, we like to touch on other lines of evidence that support the idea there is an afterlife which presumes there's some meaning behind all this and that spirits are a real phenomenon and an aspect of consciousness. And that also relates to our immortality and the existence of the divine. And it's not a small idea. It's rather central to everything. Whether you want to believe that or not, it matters. (laughs) Yes. And, you know, it's kind of, I, I note, you know, with great irony in my own mind, that most people, most most relatively informed people have heard of James Randi, but almost nobody's heard of Dr. Gary Schwartz. And that is a shame. It really, really is. Okay, we'll get started here. Your <clears throat> U.S. creator, Carl. In a previous radio show exploring sudden psychic abilities, creator said that only one in 50,000 people had profound psychic abilities and were universally on mission lives to be endowed with this capability. Why so very, very few? Is this small number about the size the extraterrestrial alliance will tolerate? What can Creator tell us? All right, these are Creator's words as I channeled the answer. You are on the right track here with your question. The scarcity of profoundly psychic people is not decided by a threshold that the interlopers will tolerate, but merely reflecting the few that slip through their fingers because all people have been altered genetically to dim down their psychic ability. This has been in place all through human history because it was done very close to the beginning of life on earth. Not long after humans were introduced, their presence was discovered by the extraterrestrials. We're now in an alliance with one another, exploiting the existence of humanity for their own perverse aims. They wish to keep humanity suppressed. 
There originally was a slave colony made of the earth by these extraterrestrials. Their goal was to exploit the planet and keep humans in line as a form of entertainment and sport to demonstrate how they could be manipulated and at times made to look ridiculous without catching on as a kind of dark joke of the same ilk as leaving a banana peel on the ground and hiding in anticipation someone would come along and slip and fall and recording the occasion for the amusement of all those behind the scenes who are in on the joke. This is serious business to the extraterrestrials. Intuitive ability gives people power because they can see the secrets of the interlopers intuitively. This is how your channel has learned what is going on in the true power running the world from behind the scenes and why humanity is currently in danger because of it. So this has been a control point monitored and reinforced on a regular basis that anyone with psychic ability who gets noticed by the interlopers will be manipulated to discourage them from using their talent or things done to create a kind of negative feedback in the form of punishment so they will abandon their pursuit of psychic exploration. That does not always work if someone is under high-level divine protection. So there is an ongoing contest between the light and the darkness with respect to the practice of intuitive exploration in all respects. It is rare because it is heavily suppressed, but it exists because it is your birthright and the true human nature to be highly intuitive. And occasionally things are arranged by the divine realm to give people this special ability in greater effectiveness than average for purposes of a life mission, as you rightly describe. They are needed to bring truth forward and be a kind of a whistleblower about the human dilemma. So all such explorations and explanations are worthy and are divinely inspired, as you will be discussing here. Well, my, 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 even though I've known this now for a few months, my mind is still trying to wrap around the fact there's only one in 50,000 people that actually have these abilities. And to say that doesn't mean that all those people are publicly known or even even using those absolutely. abilities. Yeah, you know. absolutely. Very few, in fact. Yeah. And there's reasons for that as well, because such activities are discouraged. They're suppressed. They're mocked by the yep. mainstream because there's a manipulation to do so. And, and, and so then why would people believe someone making such claims? Because they don't feel it themselves, and that's a natural human bias. It can't be true. It doesn't happen to me. I don't know what they're talking about. It's, that can't happen. And, and it's, a, it's understandable that this is a, um, a secret that keeps itself, and that's always a missing piece in these discussions. Yes. There's reasons things are suppressed and maligned even though they're valid and have scientific proof. And we're going to touch on that today. Yes, right now, in fact. Dr. Gary Schwartz of the University of Arizona has spent much of his career exploring paranormal phenomena shunned by the vast majority of his colleagues. He is the author of numerous books on paranormal topics and has conducted a number of high-profile experiments with astonishing results. It's almost a miracle in its own right that he has avoided scandal and has managed to retain his employment as a tenured faculty member. Were his career and the careers of his close compatriots protected and facilitated by the divine realm? Why are there so few, like Gary Schwartz, as such open-minded academic scholars appear to be even rarer than the mediums he studied? What can Creator tell us? 
All right, and these are creator's words. Here, too, are the signs of manipulation and censorship done through the same means of mind control manipulation to keep the entire scientific enterprise herded like sheep within a containment, all believing in unison that the paranormal is an unproductive arena rife with falsehoods, supposition, ancient folklore that was misguided and patently ridiculous, And for any serious scientist to take any of it seriously immediately calls into question their judgment and stability. There is an active suppression of serious scientific inquiry. And in fact, many scientific studies are rigged to become unproductive. That is easy for the extraterrestrials to accomplish. So the secret keeps itself. When the rare individual comes along with profound ability, they will meet a wall of criticism, resistance to belief, scorn, and an active rejection done with vigor. And even to the point of rising to a level of personal danger, if someone has the persistence and wherewithal to mount a serious challenge to the established order. You see the same thing happen in all lines of inquiry because science is constrained and manipulated on all levels. For any subject of importance that could be of service to humanity and be of active and be of material help in prolonging lifespan and increasing the quality of life, there will be an active intervention again and again and again to misdirect researchers away from productive lines of inquiry, encourage going down blind alleys, and pursue false notions that will not be productive in the end and thus squander precious time and resources in getting little to show for it. This is no accident. It is not people are incapable of doing serious scientific inquiry and making strides. It is a question of what is allowed to happen. And this is true across the board and no different when it comes to scientists with a desire to explore the paranormal. He is one of very few individuals who remain open-minded and uncorrupted. Many fine ideas get shelved through rejection by one's peers and by the gatekeepers controlling what gets published, what gets funded, and so on. So it is always an open question about how far a researcher will get in pursuing truth before they are blocked or even discredited and can no longer pursue their dreams. You know, I I came across telling, talking with Carl before the show, and I actually came across uh, Dr. Schwartz's book via Dan Aykroyd of Ghostbusters. (laughs) I was uh, looking at his background, and his family actually um, are spiritists or spiritualists, so uh, I didn't know that either, and his father had written a book in his 80s so um, on ghosts, and in that book, it, the Dr. Gary Schwartz was referenced, so it's funny how I sometimes trip on these things, but this was a fascinating uh, journey to get here. Dr. Schwartz actually left um, Yale to go to the University of Arizona so he could do these studies. He, he knew intuitively that he would never be able to pursue these at Yale and uh, left to basically take a, uh, a demotion, essentially, because, you know, Arizona is a much less prestigious university than, than Yale. But uh, he gave up a tenureship at, um, at Yale to, in order to do this work, Carl. I didn't know that. That's, uh, that's fascinating. But it, it speaks to wanting something deeper, wanting something more, and finding truth and not letting anything get in your way. Yes. You asked creator 
Dr. Schwartz and colleagues conducted a number of experiments with high-profile mediums in the late 90s that resulted in both a book, The Afterlife Experiments, Breakthrough Scientific Evidence of Life After Death, and an HBO special entitled Life After Life. And afterlife is one word. You can actually look it up. It's on YouTube. The experiments were conducted in such a way that no truly objective mind could dismiss the findings as these essentially prove beyond a reasonable doubt that these mediums were legitimately able to see, hear, and communicate readily with the dead. What is Creator's perspective? Well, Creator tells us we agree with this conclusion. And that is the reason the publication went forward, because the data were convincing. Not that this was perfect as a showcase of rigor and authoritative evidence, As you know, intuitive information is ephemeral. It is not always possible to make such a connection. And the interpretation of what comes through the senses can vary dramatically, depending on the state of mind that can be maintained in a productive mode sufficient to carry out such an investigation without a disruption or distortion of the information coming through. There are a number of pitfalls involved with intuitive explorations. The native ability of the medium their degree of belief in what they do, the level of divine alignment, and whether or not active protection is being requested to protect them from manipulations by outside consciousness, which can happen in multiple ways with multiple levels of intention to confound things or even create a kind of disruption and discrediting of the end results. Few who are engaged in mediumship are aware of the pitfalls of connecting to the darkness inadvertently and then being manipulated, even by clever imposters who can put on a good show. What that does is, first of all, limit what can happen in terms of it being truly productive and of a deep and penetrating and rewarding nature. It also carries with it the possibility of falling apart at just the wrong time. That can be done to unnerve the medium and destroy their confidence in their capabilities. And they may well leave the field altogether if they fear their ability is unstable, irregular, and unreliable because they recognize their own reputation will suffer if they underperform. In many respects, to claim to talk to the dead is a daring act, particularly in today's world with the level of skepticism. So it takes a strong ego for someone to be in that arena to begin with. That is not the best starting point for sensitive, intuitive exploration, particularly if one wants cooperation and support from the divine realm for one's undertakings, because they will not serve the individual unduly compared to the greater needs of all. And if the ego involvement is too great, the divine level beings may step aside And unfortunately, that allows voices of the darkness to step in and carry out the conversation. And that will result in a lesser outcome and greater pitfalls for the medium in question because they will not be getting the highest and best information. Few understand these complexities and nuances, and all such efforts can suffer as a consequence. So we can tell you with confidence that the medium's We're using true psychic ability, but the end results were variable as to the accuracy and the true nature of the sources of the information brought forth. As always, the devil is in the details. Such studies need to have a sufficient degree of rigor to establish the right conditions, 
to anticipate and safeguard the work from outside manipulation, and to know something about who one is talking to and their circumstances in particular, whether they are earthbound still or in the light where they are privy to higher level awareness and knowledge. This is a major point of differentiation, but we can tell you that most channelers are at least reaching a consciousness beyond themselves. Psychic ability to intuit the presence of a spirit and get a psychic impression of its consciousness and intentions and something about who it was is all within reach because all such things are on record permanently within the Akashic Records, recording everything that happens. So mediums can many times construct an accurate profile of a given spirit that matches the intended target and gives valid reassurance something special is taking place. Yeah, I, I was uh, completely floored by the uh, the book I read. I read I read his entire book on the afterlife experiments, and frankly, I walked away convinced. I mean, I'm convinced already, but I walked away convinced. That if somebody reads that book with an open mind, they too will be convinced. That's that powerful. And the experiments were set up very professionally. They were set up with, with proper conditions and um, double-blind studies in many ways. It wasn't perfect, like Creator says, but it was certainly good enough to make the point that something unexpected is happening and that something that these people actually have ability to see into a spiritual reality that they couldn't have just made up. Well, and I, I like pointing out supporting scientific data and evidence. And I've done this all the way along as I've worked with people in the spiritual community and to promote spiritual healing modalities and and outreach because science stumbles onto things and it doesn't always interpret them the way a spiritual person would. If the scientist is an atheist, for example, but the data are the data. And yes. it's come out within the last few decades that really scientific data and evidence is proving the existence of God quite convincingly. The scientists haven't been willing to admit that yet. So right. why not study other things? And it has been done. So it's it's worthwhile to acknowledge that because people see such a clear departure from reality in things like spirituality because they're they're so loosey-goosey and you know where's the evidence and where's the validation and where's the proof well you can prove things scientifically if you go about it the right way and this is one such example so i i think it's worthy of uh, of mention and it helps it helps people to feel more comfortable in inviting those kinds of beliefs come into their own minds and awareness. And it absolutely. advances the cause of the divine when that happens. Yes, absolutely. Because, you know, if you're stuck at uncertainty with whether there's life after death at all, you know, you have, you're struggling. You know, we talk about belief quotient, right, and having 100% belief. Well, you can begin by looking at, is there even life after death, right? I mean, that that's that's. Uh, that's spirituality 101 right there. So here is something that can really help you make that transition and become very confident in the belief that, hey, there's something after we die. You know, that's that's fundamental. And this stuff is very powerful, can help. It's uh, Gary, Dr. Gary Schwartz. You can look him up on Amazon. Yep. Carl Mollison's not the only one who can talk to spirits. <laughs> there are there are many others who, who do this. Yes, exactly. 
Be sure to also check us out at GetWisdom.com. Check out the Lightworker Healing Protocol. Download our ebook. Get that at GetWisdom.com slash LHP. And we'll be right back with more on Dr. Gary Schwartz and his work when we come back with more Get Wisdom right after this. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the segment segment of this week's Get Wisdom. We're talking about what Creator is sharing with us about the reality of psychic mediums, as well as talking about the, the work of Dr. Gary Schwartz of the University of Arizona. Uh, he has written a book called uh, The Life Afterlife Experiments that was made into an HBO special. That's going to be the subject of our next question, Carl. Um, it's, you know, I, I'm stunned because this book came out 20 years ago. And as far as I'm concerned, it should be a coffee table book all over the world. And it's not. I didn't. And I'm one of the better read people in this field. <laughs> and I didn't even know about it. You know, so it's it's still it's amazing that uh, something like this can be out there and not be known. Well, this. This coming question speaks to some of the reasons why that is. Yes, indeed. U.S. creator, the HBO special Life After Life. And again, I remind people, you can actually see the whole special on YouTube. Uh, Just look up Life After Life and the afterlife is one word and you'll be able to find it readily. The HBO special Life After Life was another story, however. Dr. Schwartz wrote, HBO had made a beautiful, inspiring show. But the science was sandwiched in the middle and lost nearly all its impact. We had expected the show would leave the audience feeling science can be brought to bear on these issues. And wow, these mediums were tested by science and actually were found to be doing what they claimed. Instead, the show was good entertainment, but little more. We had thought HBO really cared about the science, but discovered what the producers most wanted was to see how many people were crying when the lights went up. After all, HBO didn't really care about making a scientific statement. In fact, HBO had given almost as much airtime to skeptics as they did to Dr. Schwartz's experiments. The producers apparently believed they were being professional and fair, quote-unquote, giving equal time to skeptics and therefore creating a balanced, quote-unquote, presentation. But in this case, it seems a balanced, quote-unquote, presentation is simply sinister. What is creator's perspective? 
All right, and Creator says the following. This result was quite predictable, given that it was people who created the film production showcasing the scientific studies. So this was done by skeptics more than believers. Many such individuals are willing to give a platform to the unconventional, but at the same time, their true inner beliefs will nag at them, and they will want some kind of a fallback position, as if to say, well, you see, we don't truly believe in this, but we're trying to do these people a favor, but also be fair to the real truth of things, that it is still in our minds questionable. Such treatment is more the order of the day than not, and that is true across the board of such treatment of the paranormal as a broad category. It is reinforced again and again by the skeptical scientific community who will always revert to the mantra that extraordinary claims demand extraordinary evidence, which is, in effect, a way of saying, we are not going to believe it no matter what you do. <laughs> in all the rest of science, such matters are dealt with mathematically. To look at statistical probabilities, simply to avoid these kinds of perspectives that are often based on well-entrenched prejudice against an unconventional idea when the scientific dogma has reigned, perhaps for centuries, and is so ingrained in people's thinking, it seems intolerable to even entertain the possibility the dogma could be wrong. Left to their own devices, human beings would rush to explore anything unconventional, given the merest evidence of its validity, to see it can be ruled out convincingly, or perhaps supported through further investigation, and that's simply dismissed out of hand, because an overwhelming, overwhelmingly convincing case could not be produced in a single investigation. That is too high a standard for many lines of inquiry in science, where the experimental conditions are widely variable, difficult to control, and contain much random noise, and so can only be established through considerable repetition and a body of work taken together as a kind of meta-analysis is needed to see the true trend that is unmistakable and validates that something unusual is occurring, at least sufficiently to be scientifically demonstrable and therefore credible. But any one of those individual studies taken by itself would be lambasted by critics, and the authors would never find acceptance in the arena of public opinion, even at the level of the scientific community, let alone a broader segment of the population. So this bias was in play in the consideration of the work of Dr. Schwartz, which was indeed worthy and unfortunately, in effect, masked by seeming fair treatment. That was actually a prejudicial showcase that underrepresented its true value and importance in bringing forward an important truth about life itself and the immortal nature of consciousness. You know, Dr. Schwartz, in were conducting these experiments, was actually concerned that the results were too good. <laughs> and thought that the fact that it, the results were so outstanding and so unexpected that... Uh, that it, everything would get rejected for that reason alone. And he probably wasn't wrong. It was a valid concern. I'm sure it is. Um, but it, uh, it, was, it was a very controlled experiment. They had a control group. You know, they, they had mediums. They have what they call their Michael Jordan mediums. And then after that, they, they got just like students from the university to see if they could 
you know, kind of make up the come up with the same stuff that the mediums did. And the mediums had like 80 percent accuracy. And the, the closest student was like 30 percent, you know, so it was like and then that was like the worst of the mediums, you know, so it was it was a it was a draw dropping experiment with amazing results. But, yeah, it got uh, got whitewashed. Well, our our point in bringing this up is because Dr. Schwartz did. So it's fair yeah. game. We're not going out of our way to criticize anyone, and certainly not HBO. People are people. Things happen. And society is geared this way. So this is the, the kind of way one does it. Is everyone follows the same kind of cautious, you know, tolerance for the unusual and the bizarre. And, and it's considered kind of... Uh, a throwaway, you know, it's, this is more of an entertainment, but here it is and see what you make of it. And, and, and it, it's understandable because the people themselves don't believe often in the afterlife. They don't believe in the divine and the idea of spirits is, is just kind of outside their uh, capability to envision and take seriously. So they may not be able to poke holes themselves, but they kind of expect, well, somebody will figure this out and we'll just throw it out there and let let some bigger brains pick at it and whatever. And they're, they're kind of doing a public service. But science is replete again and again and again. And I know this having been a science for decades myself. Good ideas get waylaid and yeah. they, they lie in obscurity. And some of the biggest brains I've ever worked with would tell me, I love going back in the stacks and looking at old journals because many times people stumble on a great discovery, but it's ahead of its time and it gets forgotten about. Yes. And with a more modern perspective, you will see it and recognize it for what it truly represents. So this, this is the first wave. You know, going to the paranormal through science as best it can. But it's adding a body of work that one day I think will help to tip the balance for the majority to to really, truly believe and accept in these phenomena, even among religious people who are reluctant sure. to to accept it because it's not dealt in great detail uh, by the scriptures. Agreed. You asked, you asked creator, the question of corruption is a compelling one. It's one we worry about a lot here at Get Wisdom. <laughs> the mediumship on display and being tested in the experiments was garden variety in the sense it was focused on family and personal relationship issues more than anything, and therefore presumably of little interest to the interlopers. However, if the experiment had attempted to explore more expansive issues, such as Get Wisdom explores, would extraterrestrial psychics have jumped in and taken over the channel? Well, this is creator's answer. This is very much the case. You can be sure that any such foray by human scientists will be noticed because the extraterrestrials are always watching the skies, so to speak, and will notice any kind of intuitive outreach and will unfailingly investigate to see what is underway. They delight in manipulating human endeavors, sometimes to encourage them before pulling the rug out, sometimes simply distorting what takes place to misdirect things so they end up hitting a wall and go no further. There is not a high concern among the extraterrestrials about people simply reaching out to talk to spirits, 
because they know their secrets are safe. Spirits cannot tell on them, and they have grown complacent about this and doubt the actual validity of such communication. When beings of light communicate, they can cloak the visibility of the exchange. This is always true when prayer is launched from the human side, reaching out to the Almighty or another holy figure. There will be a shielding to prevent detection and awareness of what is communicated. That is the kind of overall protection needed for explorations of this kind, and that can be arranged if the mediums go through creator to establish their intuitive connection to the subject in question. And it would go a long way to helping such studies be less variable with always the possibility of being limited or becoming corrupted through outside manipulation. If they were knowledgeable enough and interested in the big issues of the human dilemma and the existence of an extraterrestrial force of great strength controlling the earth and so on, you can be sure there would have been heavy oversight and manipulation to thwart the efforts. Much spiritual work is simply disregarded by the extraterrestrials because they are all atheists who do not believe in a higher power and think it is entirely human imagination that a divine intervention can be requested successfully. This is their Achilles heel and is the source of power for humanity to win the contest between good and evil. If you line up with the light and request the assistance of the divine, great things can be accomplished and sustained. And that is what needs to happen here. It is good these studies were done to put these issues on the map. That is a first step to help broader awareness develop and an awakening to the reality of the divine needed once again. It has been a long time since the scriptures were written and the ancient prophets made their mark on history. Subsequent efforts have been irregular and less dramatic in their impact, although numerous, but collectively more a pattern than a conclusive body of evidence to minds that are closed through manipulation. Something greater is needed, and that is, in effect, bypassing the human level to heal the perpetrators directly by requesting this be done by the divine realm as healers open their hearts and persuade them to withdraw and cease their manipulation of humanity. Yeah, we don't want to forget, Carl, that the whole purpose of of our project is to heal the perpetrators. Uh, and Creator is sneaking that in at the end of this question, even though that really wasn't implied in the question per se. But Creator wants us to, you know, have an opportunity to to meet our mission, which is solve the problem of evil. So it's it's a worthwhile plug at this point. <laughs> yes, and, and not to take away from science, but it, it tends to be a more limited prosaic look at things because the the basic hypotheses usually are not accepting of unusual phenomena but more like kicking the tires and to see how it can be disproven or explained away as an epiphenomenon is one of the catch terms of the 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 art uh, you know it's just some kind of 
byproduct that is of no consequence, but might look intriguing until you really find out that it's just some kind of residual energy of some kind that is a byproduct and not causal or of any significance at all. And 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 so those skeptical inquiries have a place because most scientists try to be open-minded. And so that's not a bad stance to hold because it'll make you more rigorous and complete. You don't want to bias your work by presuming you're right and then fail to have a rigorous enough control or series of controls built into the experiments so that you'll be tipped off if your assumptions are invalid after all, because you really do put it to the test. Yes. Well, you can't you can't build a house by starting on the roof first, for the most part. You know, uh, you got to build your way up to that point. Uh, that's down the road. It's not the beginning. And for people that are you know thinking about these issues, as I kind of intimated earlier in the show, life after death is one of those big forks in the roads, one of those big hinge points. You have to accept that to be able to move on to a lot of these other issues. You know, uh, there's if there's no life after death, there's no spirit essentially. So. Spirit is what's our dilemma right now. It's what's causing all our problems in the world, these fallen spirits. They've, they've impacted us. They've impacted the extraterrestrials. Uh, they're putting us in danger for our, our various existence as human beings on this planet. So you got to start somewhere, and we're inviting the audience to, you know, if this is something that can help you in your belief quota, check it out. Or if you think it could help somebody else, somebody that you're talking with, having conversations with, this might be something that you can add to your arsenal of, of, of tools that you can use to help somebody else make that leap of faith, Carl. Yes. And, and this is really a kind of line in the sand. It's not a small matter. No. And it's what really convinced me about the validity of this whole business, that there is a God. The fact that something goes on after our physical life, I mean, now how does that evolve right. to be, yeah. that we come back in multiple lifetimes <laughs> and in a new body and a different family, or maybe the same beings in a family coming back together to be, to be together and all of that. So if you start exploring that afterlife and what it implies and what it consists of, how it operates and the validation and evidence that it is real, that, that can really change everything. Oh yes. And this is why science is rebelling and and not wanting to go there because it really will upset their apple cart. Well, we might have to grab them by the short hairs and drag them there, Carl. <laughs> not my job. Not your. <laughs> That's your job. Oh boy. Oh, <laughs> uh, try to do it with relish then. Again, check us out at getwisdom.com. Get our empowered prayer book because empowered prayer is the other way that we can uh, make a big difference not only in our lives but the fate of humanity as well. Get that at getwisdom.com slash prayer, getwisdom.com slash prayer, and check out our uh, 10 Divine Principles for Living, uh, The Art of, of Living. This is an important thing the Creator has commented on. You can get that at getwisdom.com slash 10, T-E-N, getwisdom.com slash 10, T-E-N, and we'll be right back with a final segment of Get Wisdom right after this. Scientist and inventor Carl Mollison has discovered how a tiny percentage of people throughout history have made direct contact with God. 
At Get Wisdom, we have a searchable database of the Creator's wisdom and guidance from asking hundreds of probing questions. Get a free download from the Creator, answering the biggest questions people have wondered about. Who are we? Where do we come from? Why are we here? And where are we going? Get a free download explaining how to make prayer work in powerful new ways. We offer divine healing sessions with our comprehensive Lightworker Healing Protocol and train practitioners on how to save and heal humanity. We pierce the veil in channeled interviews with famous departed people now in the light to probe the greatest mysteries. Our weekly webinars feature the Creator's wisdom about solving the burning issues challenging us personally and globally. And we welcome viewer questions. There is no death. There are no secrets. Get enlightened. Visit GetWisdom.com. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. You're listening to Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They are here to answer your questions and comments about the program. Send us an email to contact at getwisdom.com. That's contact at getwisdom.com. Now, back to this week's program. Welcome back to the final segment of this week's Get Wisdom. We are talking about what creators are sharing about the reality, essentially, of um, psychic mediums. And more importantly, uh, we're revealing the sharing with you our discoveries about the work of Dr. Gary Schwartz at the University of Arizona and his work, uh, Afterlife Experiments, a book he wrote, uh, an HBO special called Life After Life, which you can check out as well. Um, and, you know, we're learning that science can actually, you know, it doesn't have to be an enemy of paranormal truth, Carl. It could be a friend if, if the right people just uh, look at it differently. Well, there needs to be more scientific inquiry to make that happen if you want to go through science someone's got to do that science yes. so i look forward to that happening because i'm not too concerned about it yielding productive information there's always pitfalls there's always ways to go wrong and and be misled it happens in every other field scientifically that you're Experiments are only as good as your hypotheses and the tools you have to explore with. So what needs to happen for the paranormal is to deal with people who have paranormal ability because it is rare. We're, We're making that point here. So if you just get a group of college students alone... And, and test them for paranormal ability as evidence and proof or not... Right. That it exists. Well, good luck with that. Good you luck know, with it's, that. It's pretty iffy. <laughs> you so know, you, you need to go to where the phenomena are being manifest and study that and do it as carefully as you can and under the best control conditions possible. And that will bear fruit. And that's what this work is has uh, pointed out for us. Yes, indeed. U.S. creator Dr. Schwartz wrote about what he called skeptomania and voodoo skepticism he wrote it's one thing to be skeptical open to alternative hypotheses it's another to be devoutly skeptical always knowing quote unquote that cheating lying fraud and deception are the explanations for any not yet explainable phenomena can creator share with us how empowered prayer and the lightworker healing protocol can help reduce the ranks of the devoutly skeptical All right, and this is what Creator tells us. 
Dr. Schwartz is quite correctly putting his finger on a key issue that is responsible for limiting human progress as well as scientific progress and in particular the advancement of an appreciation for and understanding of the paranormal he so passionately wants to see expanding through his efforts. He is highly skilled and well qualified for the task But going against a world with mass manipulation of the populace via mind control to become complacent, disbelieving, and in effect, blind to evidence presented to them directly, such that they will simply change the subject or disengage from any conversation or interchange of information because they have been programmed to run the other way when certain topics are raised. It is no wonder that Dr. Schwartz has bumped into this wall of skepticism that is fencing in humanity and keeping out the truth about many things, and his description is quite appropriate. It is much like the atheists who believe in and embrace their atheism every bit as devoutly as the true believers in religion. For them, it is a very strong and well-entrenched belief that life after death is impossible, Communicating with spirits is only fantasy or deception and something to be ridiculed and shunned as a kind of deception that will only end up discrediting anyone who embraces such notions and supports such efforts. Few will wish to pursue learning about something they believe within them will taint them by association should they be curious enough to want to learn more about it. This is why many secrets keep themselves. It is because people are programmed to disbelieve them and to be leery of anyone who does. That is a prescription for a very limited world indeed. The antidote is divine truth and wisdom. As we have explained in this discussion to some extent and many times in other settings, There are many criteria for earning the keys to the kingdom of knowledge. People who are heavily mind-controlled are in no condition to contribute to such an effort. They have been sidelined and are essentially asleep. Those few who still have an open mind and are uncorrupted are usually those in good divine alignment. Most are believers in a higher power, and it is such individuals who can help to save the rest if they come together and join in an effort to turn things around. As we have told you many times, humanity is in peril because the extraterrestrials are seeking to annihilate you and simply doing a ramp up to weaken you first through financial collapse, mass illness and death, natural disasters that cause many disruptions and great financial loss, Corruption of all your institutions to make society disjointed, contentious, inefficient, and unproductive to keep people off balance, fighting with one another on an individual level, community level, national level, and international scale through things like war. All are tools of the extraterrestrial alliance to drag you down and limit your power. Your only chance is to ask for divine assistance. But you must know what to ask for and why in order to get a divine response that is appropriate for the need at hand and has the human request and permission to use the specific tools 
for how the divine can deal with such high-level problems. And indeed, this requires a high-level divine response. That cannot be summoned through a mere plea to be saved and protected. One must use greater specificity and know something about what is involved and needed to achieve such a high-level end result. Yet wisdom has done the legwork here to help define the sources of negativity, how they are applied mechanistically, how to interact with the divine to obtain assistance that is meaningful at a sufficient level of intensity to make a difference, given the size of the problem your opposition represents. You can learn how to empower prayer to make a meaningful contribution to save the world, as this has been probed extensively by your channel, and free guidelines are available for you to follow. The Lightworker Healing Protocol is a compendium of high-level insight and awareness about the nature of your adversaries, the nature of the many phenomena that impinge on human performance and threaten human functioning, as well as happiness. This is a high-level healing need as great as any in the history of the universe. It was anticipated that if allowed to have greater freedom of movement and free will choices to follow one's own thinking and explore unhindered and unfettered, people could get into trouble through overreaching if they became too self-centered and were tempted by selfish aims to exploit others and then desire ever greater power and control. That is the slippery slope of your adversaries that has dragged them down and made them evil. They are devoid of love because they have become so disconnected from the divine. And that is ultimately where that leads, to a loveless existence where only one's own personal power can bring any sense of reward or security. But it will still be a life lived among savages, all wanting the same thing and at your expense. This is why the extraterrestrials allied against you all have a hierarchical authoritarian regime exerting iron-fisted control over the masses who must, in effect, worship their leaders and bow to their whims. This is the path humans are heading towards to emulate the darkness because you are being darkened steadily through their manipulation of you and control of your minds and beliefs to steadily encroach and corrupt your thinking. The answer is healing. There is not time to heal humanity, given the headwinds of the extraterrestrial alliance, including the dark spirit meddlers they command to corrupt you from within and increase vulnerability to manipulation. The only chance to save the world and the existence of humanity at this late date is to request the divine realm to heal the interlopers enough they will withdraw without taking that parting shot of annihilating humanity. That is doable, but will require a large effort from the human side. The tool to make this happen is the Lightworker Healing Protocol, because very high-level and powerful healing strategies must be employed in multiple ways on multiple levels to change the thinking of the interlopers about a program they have been thinking about for many decades. This is not impossible because it is actually a win-win. If they carry out the annihilation, this will seal their fate because you are their last hope for salvation. 
Having become so degraded and corrupt, they are in danger of losing their souls. Saving them will be a tremendous act of divinity. If you agree to help this come about, you will be exalted for all of time for the greatest of demonstrations of divine love there can be to at least respect one's enemies and empathize with their plight enough to give of yourselves to save them from a dark fate. The beauty of the strategy is that it will save humanity in the bargain because withdrawing for a long interval will allow you to continue healing with the Lightworker Healing Protocol and make greater strides much more quickly than being on the current treadmill, where as soon as healing is applied, the interlopers corrupt you once again. When those headwinds subside, you will be able to heal in earnest, and things will only get better from there, leading to a grand ascension when you will leave the physical plane altogether and will ascend to a much more glorious existence. You can still continue doing a healing outreach for those in need, but will be safe and never again come under their control. That will be your reward, but you must agree to do this and then take action to learn what you need to add your efforts. There is no time to waste here because the survival of humanity hangs in the balance. You know, we've done a lot of shows, Carl, but I think that this summation of Creator really spelling out the problem and what needs to be done is is probably the best I've heard yet. I mean, this is, you know, an amazing thing that I think people should actually go back and re-listen to more than once. But the point is, is that in this show, we have laid out that there's compelling evidence, even proof, I would say, that there's life after life. And that should open the door to asking all kinds of questions about the reality of spirit that leads to reincarnation, that leads to the idea that we're coming back to this planet. And what we're being told is that there won't be a planet to come back to if the extraterrestrials carry out their plan. So don't think that you can solve, you know, you can postpone your problems to the next life if you do believe in reincarnation, because there might not be a next life if we're annihilated. There's not a species to come back to, Carl. Well, the stakes are high. And this puts everything in a different kind of perspective. And no, it's not pleasant to be aware of this, let alone face the expectation this may well work out in this fashion. But it's important to know this because you will have a say if yes. you choose to. So people need to have that choice. They need to have enough awareness. They can weigh in. And we hope we'll inspire them to do so, because that yeah. will make a difference. We need a quorum here. People can not only make a difference, they can make a huge difference if they get involved in the Lightworker Healing Protocol. That's all the time we have. Check out Lightworker Healing Protocol. Give us com slash LHP. That's it for this week. Thanks, everybody. Take care and be well. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in next Friday for another edition of Get Wisdom with Carl Mollison and Brian Kelly. They'll be here at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We wish you a beautiful week. 